Yo, be- before we uh before we begin, you want to hear this bullshit? Fucking uh, yeah. I at you know all my students like I have a group chat with like all my students from uh, RCBC that are part of my like that were in my summer institute that I ran. Okay. And there's this one uh, kid. He's like an African. I don't know exactly where he's from, so I don't want to be rude. But like he, uh, I think is he Nigerian? I'm not sure. But he, uh, he, oh, he talks the most shit, bro. He talks the most shit in a group chat about the Eagles, right? So I always hit him. I'm like, I'm like, bro, your name's like, you have an African, like, well, are you, like, have you been here for so long, right? So then I'm like, so in the, at some point it comes up, right? He's like talking back and forth about, about it's been quiet in the group chat, all this shit. And I'm like dying laughing, right? I'm like, are, are, are you serious right now? Or are you playing? Are you for real? And then as we keep going, something brings it up with the conversation. We're in group me. So it's like all the students are seeing this. Uh, oh, now you know how every uh, all the Eagles fans are talking about this is what the people want our Eagles schedules to look like? I did see that, yeah. Yeah, that's everywhere, right? Right now, like Thanos, <laughs> God, da da. And yeah. I was like, yeah. So I text, I said, you act like people weren't saying the same thing about the Cowboys in 2016. People will always say that it's a schedule that wins you, right? So, um, and I was like, or are you a new fan and you're just figuring this out that this is an argument people <laughs> use? He goes, in 2016, I was in 90 degree weather all year, drinking coconut water on the beach and plotting on females in my country. Didn't know the Cowboys nor Eagles, but now I do. And don't say I know the history. I don't know the history because the last time you were in the Super Bowl, Tupac and Biggie were still alive and Parsons uh-huh. wasn't born yet. So I go, I go, I go, I go, bro. You cannot talk. When did you come to this country? He goes, why does that matter? He keeps ducking the question, ducking the question, ducking the question. So I'm like, no, I just want to know. Like, when when did you become a fan? He goes, nah, it doesn't matter. I'm like, you're running from the oh, you're running no. from the answer, bro. When did you say, become yeah. a fan? And he goes, you're right. I came a couple months before the Super Bowl win. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I knew, I knew either that was coming or he even came like after that. After and I was like, I was like, you can't argue with me. I was like, you cannot. You don't have the struggle. And he was like, he's like, you right. I came a couple months. He's like, um, you right. I came a couple months before the Super Bowl win, and up to this day, I still regret going to the parade. It was cold as fuck, but that doesn't mean huh. I didn't check out the history and dominate error. And then he was, he was like, I don't, I, I don't like the Cowboys because since 1996, every year was their year, and I'm a trash talker and nasty one too. Been like this ever since I was spot on. I can't talk to you. Like, I, oh yeah. no, I, I said, um, I said I was born into this life. Uh, I was born into this struggle. You came into a Super Bowl win. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He wasn't through all the uh, all the mud. No, bro, you didn't. <laughs> you can't say at least you didn't. You didn't deal with the heartbreak from the two was it two thousand eight when you guys were in the Super Bowl. Uh, what? no, well, no, oh. two thousand four season. Four. Um, yeah. but. The other heartbreak, I think 2008 was when they lost NFC Championship game. Yeah, yeah. If you weren't, if you haven't at least been a fan since then, you can't, you can't talk yeah, smoke. You can no. talk a little bit, but you cannot talk smoke to me about no. it. Like, <laughs> like, not that, like, I'm talking about he's, like, his smack level is, a, is like, he's a day one fan. Like, that's how it is. And I'm like, you came into a dynasty. Like, you came yeah. into winning. Bro. <laughs> I've never yeah, seen yeah. winning. I've seen some playoffs. Where that's, 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 that's not. Problem. Eagles fans, man. It is. I had, the, I had the same problem with the Phillies. I think we talked about it last week. It was like every story I saw was everything Phillies. I'm like, these people, I've never even mentioned what a baseball is, let alone the Phillies. Like, I don't want to, you know, again, bandwagon. Man. God. Oh, so, hey, welcome to another in, uh, episode <laughs> yeah, yeah. of Those We Trust podcast. On that note. My name is Malik Howard. Of course, I got my brother and my co-host with me, Liam in the up, building. Uh, this is another episode of Trust Talk Sports. Uh oh, my bad about that. It was uh, cat is texting me. I have her returning a a hoodie I got from Carhartt because <laughs> Carhartt sightings are crazy. Um, since you're talking about the Phillies, yep, I'm gonna let you go into it. I want to sure. know how this L feels. Sure, and I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let. I'm gonna let. I'm gonna give you the floor because this is the last time we're talking about baseball for a while. So uh, yeah, go I was gonna say. Listen, you, you've given me the floor to talk about the Phillies for the past couple weeks now. <laughs> Um, you know, I'm a Philly guy through and through, and as a Philly fan, there's been a lot of heartbreak, um, that, that we've seen this, this was probably tops for me. Um, <laughs> I think, you know, when we started the show, 
it was beginning of the playoffs uh, in baseball, and I think we both said the Astros are going to win. Like, it was inevitable. They are that good. They show that they're that good. Man, there's something about this Phillies team. Um, the the ballpark was buzzing. You know, I, I know we just touched on it. Like, you walk out the door, everybody's in Phillies gear, Phillies hat, saying go Phillies. Yeah. Like, it's awesome. Yeah. This is – I've been on the – the city of Philadelphia is a baseball town, and when the Phillies are good, you you really see that, and you know how crazy Eagles fans are. This is a baseball town, and um, wow, I never thought of it like that. that. Yeah, and and it was very cool to see again. You know, it was their first yeah. postseason in eleven years. You and I were in middle school, mm-hmm. um, so we really didn't get to experience anything like this. But you know, just between the group of guys that we talked about, just resembling the city, the dancing on my own song, the just having fun like this past month of October has been fun. And um, I was fortunate enough to be at game five on Friday um, How'd you Phil, get- or on, on Thursday. Um, just through some connections, we're able to find tickets, but okay. um, it, oh, again, geez. the atmosphere, the atmosphere, hot take. I've been to a, a lot of playoff games. I know we talked about it this year. Mm-hmm. This was by far, I think the worst environment, like by far. Really? Yeah, the I went to the opening series, both games against the Braves, yeah. electric. Went to a game against the Padres in the NLCS, electric. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to speak for everybody. I know you and I kind of talked about this. I feel like these fans in the World Series, it was more about who can afford it versus who are the real Philly fans. And again, 100%. I was lucky enough to you know have the connections inside the building to try to you know not pay fifteen hundred dollars for a ticket. One hundred percent. But I feel like that's what it was. It was a lot of. Again, these fans that we talk about that, oh, crap, like Phillies baseball. Yeah, I, I got money to burn. Like, let's do it. It wasn't as loud. It wasn't as fun. Uh, I mean, it's the World Series, so don't get me wrong. But it was a heartbreaking, man. I Saturday night, I, I was depressed. And, again, logic tells you the Astros were the best team all year long. Doesn't they were the matter. best team. Yeah. I mean, you know as a Yankees fan, they swept their way through the playoffs. Yeah. Easy. didn't even lose a damn game. I mean, made it easy. Phillies put up a good fight. I think what hurts the most is they had it. They were up two to one in the series with two home games left. Even Saturday night, you know, you felt like if they could win game six somehow, you know, in sports, these game sevens, anything can happen. Hmm. So the logic tells you it was never the Phillies series to win, but everything that that team was doing to get there. Yeah. And even once they were there, you kind of talked yourself into this is, this is the team to do it. So it was it was it was genuinely heartbreaking. I put this right up with and maybe even past as a Philly sports fan the Kawhi shot that bounced around the ring really? times. I by far. And again, you know me, I'm a baseball guy first. Yeah. So I might not get a lot of um, you know, agreement on that. Yeah. But this it, this team just felt different. They could win the World Series next year. It's going to be awesome. But I mean, you know in sports sometimes you just get these lightning in a bottle teams and just yeah. everything around it was was just perfect. Mm-hmm. That's what this run was. So it was a fun month of October. Um, That's very and- interesting that uh, you're. I feel like your your take on it is very perceptive. Of I have a huge Phillies uh, fan at my job that I work with, and at every game we sit down, we talk for a little bit at the cubicle, and. Mm-hmm. He was at the – that's who won in 08. The, the Phillies won the World Series in 2008. Um, yeah. He was at the World Series win when they won it in, in in there, right? And he talked about it being electric. And he said when he was – he was went to one of the games this year as well at one of the uh, one of the games of the World Series at home. And he even said that you can tell that the fans that are there, they have the money for it, and that's the fans that have been going. Because he even said the woman in front of him was two women, and the rock on her finger, he was like, was massive. Oh, yeah. So it's like you're seeing that, like it takes the. It, in my opinion, I think that there should be a cap on the price of the ticket that it should go in. It sucks that Ticketmaster is going to make its money, regardless. Mm-hmm. The, the the platform has to make its money, but uh, we were thinking of ways in which that we can keep the true fans the it open for true fans to be there, and I feel like that should be a select like. Like the the team owners, like they have a certain amount of tickets. They're not going to make the pricing. They're like, we're setting our tickets at this price. We have a select few. Line up mm-hmm. outside, and if you get it, you get it. If you don't, you don't. And I want I want this section of fans in, let's say, dead center, all yeah. Phillies fans. Those are true fans that like paid the price, waited in line, have been waiting mm-hmm. for these tickets, right? And that's what we're thinking of. And it's interesting that you bring up bring up the point of like, is Philly uh 
you know, these, these markets like New York, you know, Philly, these big markets, like what, what sports franchise fans are they? I definitely mm-hmm. feel like it's Phillies and Philly Sixers. And I also, I see a lot of flyers when the flyers are doing well as yeah. well. I see yep. huge flyers, uh, band up, but I agree. I think the Phillies thing and what I see is the fans today, they don't care about, uh, I would say, I, I, you know what I say? 75% of the fans are there for, um, for the parade, in my opinion, they're there yeah. for the turn up. Everyone I I spoke to, they're like, "Well, this team at least should get a parade afterwards." No, yeah, hell no. no. I I saw that take. I don't think anybody, buddy, I knew, but you know the fans that you you see on Twitter and and that get yeah. passed through. But I saw somebody come up and say, "You know, this team still deserves a parade." That's the biggest loser mentality I've ever yes. heard of. And if they threw the Phillies a parade tomorrow for a good season, I would not be a fan anymore. That's yeah. just such loser talk. <laughs> yeah. It's such a, I guess, a, a second-place trophy. Where that's, a, that's the problem with today's generation. <laughs> we want to give parades for those that are in second place. So if you lose a chip, you don't, I'm I'm sure Bryce Harper hasn't even went shopping yet. Bryce Harper was out shopping in fucking Cherry Hill at Trader Joe's the week of the World Series. I was like, oh, man, like that. when I heard that out, that people saw him there in Cherry Hill at, at Trader Joe's, I was like, oh, this motherfucker's relaxed. They might actually win yeah. this shit. Yeah. I was like, and I think calm. And it was one of these things too that you know. Again, we we've talked about it at nauseum at this point. But the Philly fans and and how passionate they truly are, whether love them or hate them, you can't deny the fact that they are truly passionate. When I saw that, and again, what I mean when I say is when these players were really embracing the city, mm-hmm. like they were enjoying it, man. Like Bryce yeah. definitely went yeah. to the Trader Joe's in Cherry Hill to say to like get his props. I'm sure everyone was going up to him. Maybe not to like harass him, like, hey, can I get an autograph? Can I get a yeah. picture? But to be like, yo, go Phil's. Like, let's do this damn thing. Mm-hmm. You know, those guys were having fun with it all along the way. The core group, you know, will still be there. I do think they're going to add pieces. I do think they're going to be back in the postseason. I think the toughest part, again, as you know, in any sport, no matter how good a team is, it's hard as shit to get back to the big dance mm-hmm. in any sport. So that's my only worry is they may have another couple of really good postseason runs, but fall short. Um, but at least you still have the core there. This team has a taste. They're going to come back hungry next year. So yeah, give me the baseball season. But um, it, uh, <laughs> like I said, man, it definitely Saturday night, that TV went off and, and it was just a deflating, deflating. Heartbreak. feeling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, um, I, I, I think back like throughout all this series. And I think about this last game when it all fucking mattered. Did coaching affect the win of this game? We all talk about the decision, lefty versus righty. Did coaching mm-hmm. fuck up this game to whereas, you know, baseball today is so – it's it's computer-generated, right? We understand and yep. we have the numbers. Sometimes it fucks you over. Sometimes it's all about gut decision. The numbers can get in the way of, no, I believe that this this pitcher can win this one or what it may be. Hey, who knows? Maybe he home runs the the next the next whoever pitches, right? The next at bat. But what in your opinion is do we see coaching affect this finally in this series? Yeah, and I couldn't agree any more uh with what you just said. And and when when Thompson pulled our starting pitcher, Zach Wheeler, instantly I was getting texts. I was texting everybody, like everyone I knew that was what was diving in again yeah. the real Philly fans. Yeah. Bad move. Bad move. And it's just what you said. Analytics and sports, they have a place, yeah. but it makes me sick to my stomach when these guys make moves purely on that. And that's what it was. Now, Rob Thompson, our manager, love him. He pulled all the right strings to even get them to this point. So this was purely a rookie head coach that made a that made a mistake. And he had a plan. He saw what his numbers told him. But just what you said, I have my best pitcher on the mound in an elimination game. There's no shot. I'm taking him out. If he mm-hmm. lets up the two, three, four runs, whatever it was, yeah. I can live with that because that's my guy. That's yeah. my guy that I threw out there to try to get us to another game. He, again, the analytics told him, get that lefty-on-lefty matchup. The guy he brought in had a great postseason. Yeah. But, again, man, like you just said, sometimes it's a feel for the game. He was in a little bit of a jam. But I'm I'm sticking with my guy, and I, we knew it was a mistake as soon as it happened. Then the big home run got hit, and uh, it was kind of just like once that happened. As good as this team's been, the comebacks that they've had, that was just like that's it. So like you, we had three innings to really like dive in. Okay, well this is that's going to be it. Yeah. But um, I yeah, it was, it was just an overthought by a rookie head coach. Yeah, I, 
I wonder what I, what I like. What if he doesn't? And the next one is a home run. And as a manager, you always deal with that. You always deal as a yep. head coach. You deal with okay. I either deal with I made a great decision, or the decision I made leads us to losing, or the the fact that I didn't make a decision on something. The outcome right. goes out your way. So I mean, that's just something you have to deal with as a manager. And it, yep. they've made a lot of moves already, right? In the off season, you have a couple pitches that have left. There's a lot of movement going on. So that's the thing. People don't understand when it comes to a team making the World Series in the NFL, like. I mean, when when the LA Rams won it, they were all fucking in. That's the first, like it, it paid off. You're all in, yeah. and yep. you don't have this team coming back. You don't have the same players coming back. So it's like mm-hmm. we're all in to win or not because next year shit's gonna change. I mean, immediately the day after, shit shit changes. Yeah, and I think they, and again, I think they're gonna be all in. There's rumors that they're going to attack one of the top free agents, uh, Trey Turner, who's a shortstop, which would be huge. Um, so again, they're they're no stranger to spending, obviously. Um, but you're right. I mean, it moves quickly and, you know, there's a couple guys that might not be there next year that really held a place in, in our hearts as fans. And it's unfortunate. It's the nature of the beast. Um, but you're right. I mean, shit is constantly in motion. And yeah. I guess we'll see how this offseason goes. What about uh, what about um, my my boy uh, from the Angels? What, what do you think is going on with him? Uh, who, Mike Trout? Mike, or Mikey boy, I, I, yeah. do you think he's looking to come over? I don't know. I probably not at this point. What's um, his contract at? It's for the next like eight to ten. Oh yeah, he's, over there. Yeah, so there. he's not coming here. Yeah. Um, Angels have some some thinking to do. That dude Shohei Otani. Yeah, there's a lot of trade rumors with him, just so they can kind of retool. But I mm-hmm. think this off season if, in baseball is going to be one of the crazier ones that we've seen. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. I'll keep a lookout. Anything else you want to speak on that one, man? No. I mean, again, it was it was an awesome, awesome ride. I think the better team won. Okay. Hey, that's hard. That's a hard pill to swallow. It is. Um, it is. <laughs> I wouldn't take that easy. All right, you want to move to my, my, the, the weekend of craziness. Yeah, really. College football. Uh, let's go over the scores. We have uh, Ohio State beating Northwestern 21-7. TCU beats Texas Tech 34-24. Georgia beats Tennessee 27-13. Uh, Notre Dame beats Clemson 35-14. Uh, the rankings, I did this yesterday, but I think they're still the same. Georgia 1, Ohio State 2, Michigan 3, TCU mm-hmm. 4, Tennessee 5. Yep. yep. Um, so I want to begin with the, the Ohio State game. So oh, yeah. as I was watching, as the Ohio State game was on behind me, I was recording a podcast, so I wasn't too aware of exactly what was going on. Right, um, right. You text me and like, it's what's going on. I'm like, dude, I'm not watching right now. What's happening? So I immediately, as soon as I finished, I run over. I'm like looking at the TV and I'm like, what the hell is going mm-hmm. on? Um, <laughs> I just think again, it was one of those games, right? It was the Georgia versus uh, Missouri um, yeah. a- a- experience. But and since it's an excuse, we throw a weather like that into into a to a game. The winds were crazy. The, I mean, if the, I could try to find a video and include it here of the field goal kicker trying to kick a field like a forty five mm-hmm. yard field goal and it just immediately stops in the air. Like it yeah. was ridiculous. Like the, the the conditions were not meant for it. Now, what I can say is with this game going back, like I missed the first uh, quarter and a half. Um, what this game did expose without a running game. And I mean, I mean, I'm sorry. Without a passing game, our running game is inefficient. We have no running game without that factor. If if our passing game doesn't open up, we have no run game, and that's a huge key for a lot of teams going into it. If you can stop the the pass, we have nothing. <laughs> we it, it, we don't have the offensive line. It doesn't open up our playbook. But immediately when we have um our passing, we have Stroud on key. We have we have you know that RPO open. There's mm-hmm. no one that can mess with us, and and it, I don't, I don't I think this is a one-off game. I mean, what did Northwestern have to lose besides they play right. in those conditions? So I wasn't too concerned with it. This is where I think why we have no issue with Michigan, and this is why Michigan going into halftime is always down. In the most part, we go into halftime up, not tied, and up with some points. And the fact that we can show that we come out second half and still go up and put up some points and hold a team to seven, I, I don't see us struggling with, with Michigan whatsoever, even though this is a weird one-off game, in my opinion. 
Yeah. Um, no, I mean, you know, I, I caught a little bit of the Ohio State game. Like you said, the conditions were crazy. I mean, I get it. Um, Northwestern had to play in it too, though. So it, it was it was a battle nonetheless. Home. They're uh, home, though. Yeah, I guess, but it's Northwestern. I mean, come on. Um, I That's think – conditions. That's yeah. their conditions. That's true. Um, it is the Big Ten, though, so you're going to play in shit. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I think we've talked about Michigan before. I think I'm kind of turning the tide. I, I think this Michigan team is – this Michigan-Ohio State game is going to be a dogfight. And I, mm-hmm. if I'm an Ohio State fan – I think I'd be a little more worried than than you are right now. Nah, yes, there's something to be said about maybe coming out slow in the first half, but to turn it on in the second half to make those adjustments and to really just roll over teams has been something to at least be proud of. Um, I mean, they did it again this past weekend. I think they killed Rutgers. Again, it's Rutgers, so who really you know cares? But I think that Ohio State-Michigan at the end of the year – it's going to be close. It's going to be really close, and I really would not be surprised if Michigan pulled it off. I mean, I of course I'm going to be a biased fan. I still have us winning. Fuck, it's always fuck Michigan. But <laughs> this is where I say Michigan, in my opinion, only has a run game. They only had a little short. I don't. I forget his name. Little short kid. Once we stop the run, and our run defense is is, is top notch. We have a run defense and an off the defensive line that has been able to compete, hold teams up. I have no concerns. All we have to do is hold them there. Our, our, I, I like. I don't see anyone on their on their defensive side being able to stop um, Harrison. I don't see anyone being able to catch Stroud. Like I, I, I think that Stroud and and I think that our run offense has to become so much better before that game. If we still have no run offense, I'm I'm fearful. I I would say I, I we can't rely heavily just on the pass, and that's what we've been doing so far. If we need to win a game, let's throw it up. We can get two touchdowns and win a game, but we have to be a complete team to beat Michigan because Michigan is a complete team. It's going to be a dog fight either way. We stay in the playoffs. I mean, we stay in the playoffs. Maybe we can get our payback, but it still is. You want to end the year with you beat Michigan. The only reason Harbaugh even has a job right now is because of the Ohio State win, and I hate Harbaugh. In the yeah. so, um, did you see the uh, Georgia versus Tennessee game? I saw a little bit of it, and okay. um, I think, to be honest with you, it showed a little bit more about who Georgia is, maybe yeah. versus who Tennessee is. Yeah, um, Tennessee's a really good football team. They very well may make it in the playoff. Mm-hmm. Like this loss, you kind of look at it, well, they dropped two spots. I guess they were number one. But, I mean, one slip up from TCU, the Ohio State-Michigan loser might not get in. Mm-hmm. Like, they very well may get into the playoff. I think it really just speaks to how good this Georgia team is. Joe, Georgia surprised me. Like, I was like, that that quarterback, uh, um, uh, yeah, uh, uh, Georgia Stetson, um, yeah. he, like, surprised me. I was like, oh, Georgia's, in my opinion, Georgia's taking it all. Even though I want Ohio State to take it all, I was like, "This is Georgia's year. This is who mm-hmm. who, who I don't see who, who I can stop them. I don't see anybody fucking being able to stop them." No. And did you see that um that Tennessee uh, fans leaked uh, his his phone number? I did. I so did. the whole That's time he, he's he's getting called and he's just like uh he's getting called throughout the night from fans and like I love that about college football. If you ever watched the um the documentary on the U. The U, yes. it was Miami versus fuck. Who was it? Was it Notre Dame? I don't Notre know. Notre Dame, the convicts yeah. versus Catholics. Catholics, yeah. Um, they were like calling each other in the hotel room, like in the hotel room. Yeah. They got to like, uh, like the U was like, "I'm gonna, we're gonna fuck you up tomorrow." So that right there in itself, I love that about. I love that about college football. That's what you'll get college football. And then when he scores doing the phone I thing, it's like say that. that's the swagger I love to see, bro. It I is love to see that shit. It is. I think, you know, like you just said, it really does feel like it's it's Georgia's year again. I mean, you look at what they were last year, just dominant. And, yeah, they've had a couple slip-ups. You know, you brought up the Missouri game earlier. Yeah. Um, but, man, when it really mattered, I mean, this was a Tennessee team that put up 50-plus on Bama um, that just destroyed, like we talked about last week, a good Kentucky team. And I don't even think the score resembles how close the game was. Like, I don't think – that was a two-touchdown game, which is what it finished as. But yeah, when it started, I mean, Georgia was all over them. Like, it could have gotten ugly quick. Yeah. I mean, that Tennessee game, like, 
it, in my opinion, it kind of showed us what Tennessee uh, is lacking when, like, if mm-hmm. they were to go against the old Alabama, when they, if they go against the old Bama of how Bama used to be, because in my opinion, Bama's on like, this is, it, I'm telling you, this NIL deal shit is showing a little something. It's kind of strange as following this season of NIL deals getting getting put in a, put into place. So I love to see this. I love to see the, the, the new teams. Georgia's hanging in there. Georgia, that head coach, he's he's making a program yeah. for something. He's speaking some volumes on, on oh, who yeah. it is. But I the to me, the biggest surprise, and I wish I watched this game, was Notre Dame Clemson. That to mm-hmm. me, it can be a a um a overturn of a program to where at the beginning of the season it was just fucked. Like Notre Dame season was dogged over, it was done, done for. This is a cap on the season that could lead into next season. Like, yo, we beat a Clemson team. We put up 35 on a Clemson team. It was 35-14. I wish I watched this game, but I was highly surprised when I was like going back, like, holy shit. And the mm-hmm. biggest thing, oh, do you want to say something else? I'm sorry. No, I guess just touching on the Clemson Notre Dame. Um, I Did was and I, I I didn't watch all of it. I, I saw a bit of it. Um, I was and I wasn't surprised. Um, I think we need to start having the conversation on this Clemson program being Deshaun Watson and Trevor Lawrence, and just having two of the best college football quarterbacks we've seen in, in the past decade or two. Mm-hmm. Um, Notre Dame. Young head coach, so you're right. This is exactly what you want to see. Got off to a rough start. I mean, you have yeah. these expectations. It does look like your team's getting better. If you look at the teams that they've lost to, for them to handle Clemson That's the way they handled Clemson, it, you brought up Bama and their struggles. I don't think Bama's, like, done yet. I think you look at their losses and how they've lost. It's completely different from Clemson. Clemson's had brought in their backup quarterback the past three, four games maybe. Like, they don't even believe in their guy. So yeah. I think that program, I think Clemson's in a little bit of trouble. So, I mean, it, it again, they had some studs at that program, but I'm not so sure, like you just mentioned, how long they can maybe keep this up. No, I don't I don't think uh, – fuck, I, I wish I would never know. The, the Clemson quarterback, ever since last year, I wasn't impressed mm-hmm. by him. So I, I, I do not think – I think they're the, that's just the best guy that they have there. Yeah. He's okay. not the, the, the best guy for them. And it's surprising to see that how Clemson has had its little downfall um, in the last couple of years, I mean, the first game of the season, they almost lost to NC. They beat NC State, but they almost lost to NC State. That was the game, and NC State's yeah. a pretty good team. But I didn't even take it down. But um, the Alabama loss, that was a yeah. game. Did you watch? Oh, you weren't watching that game. So Not when I, I wasn't watching, my my night was amazing. I watched the Phillies lose. At least I see Alabama lose. In my opinion, I was I was going back and forth. I'm like, fuck yes, like I had. Phillies on TV, Alabama on on the on that thing. To see Alabama lose in such fashion with a gutsy play. Oh my God, who did they play? Why didn't LSU. I have that? LSU. Why didn't I have that down as a score recap? I'm, I'm bugging. Um, <laughs> saving it for now. Yeah, right. Um, seeing LSU score in yep. overtime, say you know what, and that's my. I hate. That. Everyone knows, like, my, my play of, of hates. I hate the rollout to either side of the field yep. and take away half the field. That's I hate that play with a passion. So once he did that, I was like, this is how you fucking lose the game. And yep. seeing that they were able to convert, like, for a two-point conversion and beat Alabama, I was like, holy shit, bro. In any other years, I have never, I've never seen Alabama lose two games in, the, in a year. No. I think no. The, the last time I remember them losing – was against Auburn on that fluke field goal. Yeah. And then before that, it was it's this year. So I called my dad, and, you know, my dad's a huge Alabama fan. Yeah. He's at like a, he was at, like, um, some event. I call him on Facebook. I'm like, bro, are you watching? He's like, no, nah, I'm not. What happened? I'm like, the Phillies just lost, and Alabama just lost. He's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, Alabama just lost in overtime on a two-point conversion. And he's like, yeah. this is not real right now. And yeah. I, I was amazed. Shout out to, to LSU, even though. I hate LSU's coach. I hate him. I hated him under yeah. game. I don't think he should have a job. I, I was surprised to see that he got a job after mm-hmm. what he the fuckery of, of Notre Dame sucking pretty much. So I it's always hate him. But shout out to LSU, baby. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a big fan of his either. Um, 
I guess we can't deny at this point he's a damn good coach. I mean, nah, hell no. That's 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 recruiting of the school. That's past recruiting. That's past. But I don't. I do not take that from him. That's that's the remnants of um our boy. What's his name? Um, yeah, the, Coach well, when Orgeron was there. Yeah. I mean, Coach O. I mean, listen, he had the best team of college football history. First of all, to win a national championship. And then, yeah, I'm sure he recruited guys. It's all part of it. But, I mean, there's a reason he was fired. I mean, he had these same guys that he was working with. and He just didn't walk away. He, there's a reason he got fired. I think Brian was Kelly turned – what's that? Was his firing just? I Probably. I don't think so. I, when, you're, when you're looking – again, all these, all these teams in the SEC are compared to Alabama. And if you're not close to Alabama, then, then you're going to get out and we're going to find another way. He's Brian Kelly in his first year, as corny ha- as he's been, he's kind of like the Russell Wilson of college head coaches. He's just doing whatever the hell to fit in. Like, it doesn't make any sense. But the dude can coach, and he laid it out on the line Saturday night football against Alabama to what you just said, hand them their second loss and the first time in how long. Put yourself in a position to now make the playoff again in a season where we kind of opened up and it was LSU. Let's kind of just see where they're at. Now I think they're seventh in the nation. So they have a they have a legitimate chance of making the playoff. Yeah, but then LSU they they opened up with a um with with an L in their schedule. Like they opened up the year. I remember it was a huge yeah. I yeah, think Florida State. Florida State. Like yep. They opened up. That was a crazy ass loss in their on their, their record. It was. So, so it's like yeah, you have flukes go, that go back and forth. You know, you're, you're beating you know you're beating Michigan State. You beat Auburn. You lose to Tennessee forty to thirteen. Like. This team is all over the place. I will like, we'll see what he yeah. is next year. We'll see what it is next year. Yeah. Yep. But uh, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. This this week was 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 dope in my in my eyes. Next week we do have some games. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. Um. Do you want to move on to finally something to talk about in the NFL? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We have the Eagles beat the Texans twenty nine seventeen. Jets beat the mm-hmm. Bills twenty seventeen. Uh. Vikings beat the Commanders twenty to seventeen. Oh, that's crazy! It's a lot of seventeens. Uh, Buccaneers <laughs> beat the Rams sixteen thirteen. Uh, Chiefs beat the Titans twenty to seventeen. <laughs> Ravens yeah. beat the, uh, the Saints twenty seven to thirteen. Uh, where mm-hmm. would you like to begin, brother? Um, we can start with the goat down in Tampa. Oh, Doing it ahead. again. Yeah, kick it Doing off it again. One and zero since the divorce was finalized. Let's just put that out there. Two and zero, baby. Two and zero. I won divorce. Yes, <laughs> I watched that game. Um, Eagles played Thursday, so Sunday was kind of just watch around mm-hmm. the league. Um, that game was dog shit. I mean, both both the Rams and the Buccaneers, two teams we thought might be battling at the very end, they just looked bad. The Rams, but it so got bad. to the point where it was yeah. Tom Brady, less than a minute left, one timeout, and he mm-hmm. drove down the field and did what he needed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw earlier today Matthew Stafford is in concussion protocol. I don't know what the hell is happening with the Rams. Um, mm-hmm. It seems like they're missing your boy Odell a little bit. Um, the Buccaneers, I don't know really what this does for them, I guess, other than puts them at the top of a horrible division. So, yeah. listen, at the end of the day, Buccaneers may win only eight, maybe nine games, but they're going to win that division. And when you're going up against Tom Brady, I, he's, he's just showed Sunday, there's still a little bit of Tom Brady there. Um, yeah. And I also will say a side note, I know I'm a big Tom Brady guy. I don't think all of the heat is put on him. I'm watching these receivers drop balls like it's their jobs. Yeah. I'm watching these guys not be able to get open. There's no yeah. running game whatsoever. Fournette is running into a wall of defenders every time he touches the ball. I think Brady still has it. So if they can piece that O-line together a little bit and uh, have these receivers kind of figure some yeah. things out, yeah. I wouldn't want to play him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I – think- all it does is boost it boosts team morale. In my mm-hmm. opinion, when you when you're going up a solid team and it's a dog fight, you both know you're not having a good year. It just boosts the morale and can could possibly change the the trajectory of a team with just yeah. having such a, a tough win and coming out successful on that on that end. And, and in my opinion, that's all I looked at that game as. It was a good game to watch though. My actual um it was on NBC, right? Like NBC, like for some reason, like with my cable, it just went out. Like in the uh, middle of watching yeah. it, I was watching it, and it's just like I was like, "Oh, this is a good game." Like the 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 chippiness, <laughs> whatever, like that. Off, 
But I texted you, it just went off. So I was watching it on like a legal website. And I'm like, I pay all this fucking money to, to watch yeah, it. And I couldn't even watch it there. One game that I'm upset I didn't watch. What happened with that Jets versus Bills game? Did you check that out? Yeah, I did. Um, I love seeing Bills Mafia go down, in my opinion. Dude, I listen, they've been a juggernaut this season. Yeah. Soft Gardner, man. I think we've talked about him every single week. Dude is a is a stud cornerback. He's an absolute dog. Are the I Jets mean, really like that? I think their defense is is pretty damn good. It's just a matter of what their quarterback can do for him. I think yeah. he's been struggling, Zach Wilson, but yeah. their defense I mean, listen, if you hold the Bills to seventeen points, your props are due and what are they, six and three now? So Mm-hmm. I mean, they're winning games, and their defense looks legit. Uh, it mm-hmm. seems like they're kind of taking hold of uh, that head coach, Robert Sala, mm-hmm. um, great defensive mind. They're they're taking the mold of his mind, man, and they're they're going out and doing it. Okay, yeah, I was I was really surprised to see that. I was like, damn, I gotta go back and watch watch some highlights. Um, yeah. My my game takeaway of, of the week out of all these games that I truly love to watch was actually the Raven Saints game. This mm-hmm. this game showed me how crazy, crazy, crazy my guy is with the Ravens. I am like Lamar Jackson. Seeing him play is mm-hmm. like it is just amazing. I I see like I mean I want to talk about Justin Fields as well. You sent me a text out to talk about him, man. Yeah, yeah. I see like like this is the future, right? He I could see him being the future of of the Bears. They look at him as a Lamar Jackson and see what he can build on uh, for that program and. It was amazing to see the way he plays and, you know, his vision of the field is he plays hard. He plays smart, smart quarterback. He's going to keep you guys afloat. And, I mean, I would love him as my quarterback. I see him as – I don't see him going anywhere from the Ravens. I hope he has a long, yeah, long I agree. career. So I, I love him as a, as a player, but I love how smart he is. He knows to extend plays and make easy little dump passes, and he can fucking throw the rock, bro. His arm yeah. is just ridiculous. I remember watching him at Louisville, and I was like, Holy shit, I cannot believe how good this guy is. At Louisville. He brought Louisville yeah. out. Like Louisville was nothing with, with him. Wait, and now, and now again they're nothing, really. Yeah, exactly. Louis did te- where did Teddy Bridgewater go? He was Louisville as well. Louisville too, yeah. Like the both yeah. of those guys. So I, I I love seeing that. A discussion I wanted to see. If you had to pick Lamar Jackson versus Hertz, who would you pick? I guess. And I, and now don't take it as Lamar where he's at today or Hurts where he's at. Put them at the same year, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's tough. Honestly, I don't know. I mean, take it's 1A, 1B. Um, I think they both have similar mentalities. I think they both have similar skill sets. Um, I'd probably ride with my guy, Jalen Hurts. Over um, Lamar. Yeah. That's just, are Listen, you saying you're just being biased? Probably a little bit. Uh, I mean, it's tough. To, it's tough bit. to say if they're both if they're both in year two. You know, it's really tough to say. I, I'm going to have to see, you know, maybe what I think what's ahead of them. Probably Jalen Hurts. Um, year two, I, you're taking Hurts. Yeah. Off arm alone and accuracy and playmaking ability, I'm taking. I, I'm 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 not. There's no chance I'm taking Hurts in that. Off of arm alone, you wanted to get Hurts off the fucking Eagles. Yeah, no, and that's got a leak. That's fair. That's fair. I think. Um, I think when it comes to turning the ball over and ball security, I would give Hertz the nod. And then again, I think in terms of who yeah, I true. feel more comfortable. We talked about these quarterbacks who are changing the game, um, yeah. running outside the pocket using their legs. I do think that Hertz. Not to say Lamar is not, but I do think Hertz is smarter in protecting himself, which may help him in longevity. The best ability is availability, right? Um, yeah. So I think that Lamar, it's tough. I, I, you know, I love how he plays with his head down. Would like him to see maybe be a little bit more careful. Um, but it's tough to say. Yeah, it might be biased, but I got to ride with my guy. I mean, you, you, you look at size too. I don't know how big. I mean, Jalen's a tank in comparison to Lamar. Yeah, that's um, true. So, so he he could take those things, but I would I would take I would take Lamar any day. I think I don't, listen, I don't think there's a wrong answer. I don't. I think, no, that that's a wrong answer. I think you asked nine out of ten will say Lamar, and you're the one Eagles fan who would say Hurts. Well, there you go. One of them is eight and zero right now. So, 
<laughs> we should we should have called Javon for this one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> two buys fans. Who do they pick? Um, <laughs> to, we've we said in the past how boring uh the NFL has been. This week it's beginning a little more chippy. I, I like seeing how chippy it's getting. It's starting to get into that. It's starting to get colder. People yeah, knowing you know, yep. the season's coming. It's, it's getting closer to February, December time. So I love to see it. Um, what we're not taught, we, we did touch on a little bit is Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. You know how I rock. I'm gonna rock with Justin Fields to the day I die. And I was Check trying to get out. I was trying to get to Justin Fields when he was in the draft and with the Cowboys. We could have fucking drafted him. I wanted to draft. I'm like, yep. fuck it, take this dude under our wings. And if Dak does Dak, we'll, we'll pick him. I, I, I'm okay with having him in there because I know the mm-hmm. smart how, how smart of a player he is and how he develops. I think the only thing that I could see him lacking in is the mental ability to showcase to the public. And what I mean by that is yeah. when he is on the field, you see frustration in him. Yep. Like he doesn't hide it. You could tell he's frustrated. Like these motherfuckers suck. Like I'm out here balling myself and my team fucking sucks. So in my opinion, can I be mad at him? No. But it also mm-hmm. you keep that in as a quarterback. You rock with your team regardless of where they are in that yep. position. And I would say now for the Bears, it's time to go draft some players around him. This is your guy. This is yeah. who will be your this franchise your guy. guy. He's showing you what the fuck it is. I mean, if you, that run that he had, if you're not talking about that run in general, like that, you yeah. have to learn these info guys. This is a guy who, a, a, just out of college, like yeah. he's running all over info program and running away from info program. That's yep. what's important. Running away from which strides. So I think we need to start talking about the Bears. If you want a quarterback, if you don't want your city fucking demise again, go get those yeah. those key players around him. Definitely, I think, um, dude, about I can't imagine being a Bears fan. Because it seems like it's about time that you're using this guy like the two we've talked about. Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts. Look at how these offenses are built around them. Use the damn legs that you have in front of you. Use that athletic ability. It seems like they're not – they haven't been doing that in the past couple weeks. They finally are. Mm -hmm. And this dude's doing whatever the hell he wants, like you just said, against an NFL team. So it's about about time that they are utilizing the talent that they have – like the talent that he is, and it's cool it's to see. It's not play calling, I, though, bro. It's not play calling. It's run for his life. That's no, what I'm saying. It, it's not play calling. <laughs> I think there's been. I think there has been a shift in play calling. Okay, more towards his legs. Where again, maybe they were the play calling was more of be a pocket passer, and he needed yeah. to escape for his life. Now yeah. it's let's get him in motion, do yeah. what he does best, so then he really doesn't have to as much. 100%. This line sucks. The receivers are nothing, and. Yeah. They just put thirty-two points against a playoff team. Yeah, I, I'm, 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 you know, I'm be happy for the big Ohio State guys. So yeah, we'll see where it goes. I think the biggest news in NFL right now is is Jeff Saturday, and when I saw that uh, Jeff Saturday uh, was hired as interim head coach of the Colts, damn, I have a boy who's a huge Colts fan. Um, damn, rest in peace to my guy Tyron. He's a huge Colts fan as well. Um, mm-hmm. So to see. That the Colts made a decision to – and only time I think about Jeff Saturday is that uh, sound effects between him and Peyton Manning arguing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, now he's calling the fucking plays, right? And yeah. I wonder how this – we'll talk about it too with Peyton Manning. But when uh, – you never see a player or an interim coach come in that A, is not the offensive coordinator or has mm-hmm. not had some – is not coaching at the moment with the team. This Nothing. is not a left field. And I feel like the Nothing. coach just looking up and is like – I mean, the owner's like – uh, who am I going to bring in? Jeff Sarah. Like He just picked out of the fucking – I want to know his roster now for doing this. What is your take, man? <laughs> um, I, it's funny. I mean, tell me you're tanking without telling me you're tanking. Yeah, you can't. Exactly. I mean, this can't happen. Um, you have coaches in that building that have been working, you know, their entire careers to get this chance, and you're calling a dude up out of the blue who's working for ESPN and saying, hey, like, do you want to come play head coach? Yeah. I, who, who's going to call plays? What systems are they going to run? Because they fired their offensive coordinator two weeks ago. Yeah. They fired now their head coach. So what What the hell are they going to do? Um, it only makes sense now that they're going to win on Sunday. You know that. Yeah. But it's just like I don't, I don't really recall seeing such an out-of-the-blue situation like this. And the Colts seemed like a well-run organization. That thing's falling to shit, man. I, if I'm a Colts fan today – I don't know what the hell I'm thinking. I mean, you you thought you thought you had it with um, you know, you have you know you have quarterbacks coming in. I was like, oh, this yeah. is gonna be a good a good turnaround for them. Doesn't go their way. 
So I mean that that franchise are like, yo, we need to restart a hard restart, a hard new head coach, yeah. a hard new yeah. everything. Let's just fucking <laughs> tank this year. Yeah, this was a uh, this was a move that said, "Hey Jeff, um, we'd love for you to coach out the rest of the year. We're trying to get CJ Stroud, so do whatever the hell you want." <laughs> what do you think Peyton Manning is saying? Uh, I don't, I don't know, man. I, it, there's been, you know, ever since he retired, there's been talks of him, you know, working with front offices, and he's a great football mind. Who knows? Maybe they said, "Hey, at the end of this year, Peyton, come on in. Your your boy's the head coach." We'll draft a new quarterback and we'll roll this way. Who knows what that? There has to be. You would think there has to be some sort of plan, but I mean, we've seen stupid shit, shit happen. Now that I think about it, it could be they asked Payton first, and he's like, "I'm not making my head coaching debut in this manner. Like, you're not about it, to yeah, make me. It could be that come out and and be a head coach with a losing team, and then now that's on my record forever. My first year, was exactly. But yeah, that could be it as well. That's no, no. It's, I would it's, be like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One of the things that was a funny takeaway for me was AJ Brown was fined 5K, as you said, for each point. And yep. like, I won't be doing that again. Are you fucking crazy? The Every NFL, league. the NFL, no fun league. That's, That's what it true. is. It's, Why? It's like they're, we go from in COVID, we have players running 99 yards to a camera if it was a pick yeah. to. Now that like, they can't, it's, 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 what would they call, um, uh, it's, it? I, like if you stand what, over a player, you're, you're not, yeah, it's not targeting, but yeah, tar- yeah. What the fuck are we doing, bro? Like these, these refs need to come together and like come together and, 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 and have a talk on the off season or off season, I don't know what it is, but that's football. If I can't stare yeah. like, in the NBA, can you imagine how many texts will go out for staring <laughs> yeah. down someone? That's the league. Understand. I really don't understand. Like, what? What are, are you telling me? These professional athletes' feelings are getting hurt. Like, what are we doing? That's the league. I get it if it's something maybe like derogatory, um, you know, anything in that regard. But I mean, let's be honest: the dude just scored his third touchdown and is letting you know about it. That's what sports is. If you have a problem with it, line up again and do something about it. Yeah, to flag him and fine him, man. That's I don't know. It's it's ridiculous. And, and like you said, now what you're going to get is these guys scoring touchdowns, hand the ball to the ref, and running back to the sideline. It's just boring. Like, that's not what sports is. Like, sports, is, they're supposed to be fun. They're supposed to, again, we talk about it all the time, these guys that have these emotions and competitive drives. Like, when you do something in that manner, you deserve mm-hmm. to taunt. You deserve to let it out and, and show your show your swag. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, think it's, I think it's bullshit. And it's a shame because A.J. Brown's going to be scoring a lot more touchdowns. Yeah. So. I mean, I mean, when you think of scoring, he didn't walk in as a he scored in the end zone off a catch mm-hmm. off double double coverage. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Like, as, as a point, I did more egregious shit in fucking high school. Yeah, like, are you fucking kidding me? I was teabagging kids in the fucking. Yeah, I was gonna say it's not like he's going up to him and doing that. Yeah, like this is just. I mean, it's just. It's just. I hate that shit. You can't stare down someone. Like if I truck you. I'm stepping over you and staring you down. If if yeah. AP trucked you, that motherfucker was talking so much. Like I, I hate this shit now. It's like now, be, back in days, like you can't dance. Now you and you used yeah. to be able to taunt, but now you can't. You could can dance yeah. and do a whole performance. The Eagles did a whole fucking skit, but yeah. you can't taunt and point. Did you guys yeah. get a flag on that? Exactly. No, no, didn't get a flag on that. I saw this past weekend the Vikings. I think got an interception and had the entire defense line up and they did a whole bowling skit yeah. with the football. And they all fell. So like yeah. no flag. And which is again, that's awesome. That is what sports are supposed to be. Bring, bring more of that. But mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I, you would think out of the two, out of pointing and out of doing a whole fucking dance routine. Yeah. If anything, neither should be, but if anything, the dancing probably would be your excessive celebration. Yeah. Cause in my opinion, that's just time. You're taking up a lot of time. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's the, that's all. That's all I think is like. All right, you're thinking of time of of progression of yeah. the game. That's it. Yeah. Like that's the only reason I would give like those little long skits. But I yep. mean, what, it's a, speaking of like the skits, what's what's been your favorite celebration so far to see? Oh man, um, I don't know. I guess probably the stomp the yard that the Eagles did a few weeks ago, and I, mean, and yeah, I think stop. I think um, I'm excited. I'm excited to see you know what what more. I feel like we had that one year that every team was doing something at all times. And I feel like it's get, it's bringing it back a little bit more. 
So I hope we see some more. I mean, it was, it was the COVID year, like the COVID year when. Yeah, think, was yeah. or maybe yeah. even right before that, like the year yeah. right before they were, they, dude's going crazy. I mean, as a biased fan, like I always, I always love the first down oh, yeah. of CD. That's always nasty to me. That shit's yeah. fire. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I actually do like the waddle. They do like the penguin waddle. That's that tough. That's tough. I'm over the gritty. I'm over the gritty. Yeah. Oh my god! Speaking of the gritty, we didn't talk about. I was about to move on. The Vikings. The swaggiest not, quarterback in the league. The swaggiest <laughs> quarterback. Do you like you like that? With yeah. Kirk <laughs> it's hilarious to me to see. I and you know I have I know some Vikings fans, which is crazy. I'm, I was always surprised that when I, when I see a Vikings fan, why the fuck are you a Vikings fan? Yeah. Um, That's weird. Seeing that the Vikings are doing so well this year, I haven't been paying attention. I've just been seeing each weekend and week out they're celebrating yeah, the plane and they're having some fun with it. And I'm like, oh, they're. They're like that. What has been – look up their schedule. What has been their schedule? Well, their only loss uh, has come to yours truly. <laughs> football beatdown, which, again, is weird because the Eagles haven't played anybody, but we'll, we'll save that discussion. Now, the Vikings, they're – What week was that you said? Week two, Monday night, we throttled them. Never close. That was week and, two, though, bro. Oh, it's the same. Week. They haven't lost the game otherwise, and they got embarrassed on, mon- on, on Monday night football. Um, I mean, but they haven't played now. Okay, you want to know what's tough next week? They play Vikings versus Bills. Let's see if this shit's for real. And it's going to be interesting because Josh Allen is questionable, I believe, with an elbow oh. injury. But their quarterback, the backup quarterback, is Case Keenum, um, which was the one that took them to the NFC Championship game. Yeah. Case Keenum and Stefan Diggs, that Minneapolis miracle, yeah, both on the Bills could have a little revenge game. That's hilarious. Oh, so yeah, yeah, that's – oh, I forget. He's probably that'd be, that. That'd be fun. I mean, they don't have – they don't have no crazy wins. I mean, they beat the Packers with 23. Yeah, Packers. Yeah. They lose to you guys legit the same way they beat the Packers, 24-7. to mm-hmm. Close one with the with the Lions. Close one with the Saints. Close one with the Bears. Close one with the Dolphins. They beat the Cardinals and close one with the, with the yeah. Commanders. So it's just a – it's just a it's – a, it's a winning – like, you know, it's, it's, it's a close wins, but I would love to see how they respond this week. Yeah, and it's going to be – and listen, at the end of the day, again, because I've had this this argument with the Eagles schedule, you play who's on your schedule, and we just saw – I mean, we see every single week these upsets that happen, right? The yeah. Lions just beat the Packers. We talked about the Jets and the Bills. Like, shit happens that you will you never see coming until it, until it happens. Yeah. So if a team is winning and taking care of business like the Eagles, like the Vikings have been – can't take too much away from them. If they get exposed later, they do. But I think yeah. as of right now, they're playing who they're supposed to, and they're winning against who they're supposed to. Yeah, so. yeah exactly, exactly. That's Listen, it's it's showing because Kirk Cousins is one of these guys that has been labeled as, if not labeled as, he has just been a mediocre quarterback his entire career. They're winning, and that team is clearly. I don't know if they're messing with him with like these chains that he's wearing, and and it's like, yo, there's our dorky friend we're making fun of, or. Yeah. They're just actually getting along, and it's it's dangerous, man. If 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 a team like that bonds that well, I mean, you know, inside of a locker room, it's going to translate. I mean, um, he's always had a little edge about him, right? And I was watching Bustin' with the boys, and they were talking about Kirk Cousins and how he has mm-hmm. set like a he kind of set a new precedent in the league with like being able to go to other places and get top notch contracts and move the market. Like he's been behind the scenes, he's yeah. been moving the the cap market around i don't know too much information about it but he they people are recognizing kirk cousins for what he's doing for getting his payout he's been making his money so i yeah. think of course i think that it's just a team swagger they love to see they i mean the team always yeah. has had swagger and with the vikings the gritty the the dancing they they all have had swagger so i love seeing the vikings swagger so this is the week i'm, I'm definitely going to check that that bills game out that's something yeah. definitely to watch anything else to, to hit on uh in the uh nfl no, I mean, again, the, the Thursday night game last week, Eagles took care of business, um, got Washington on Monday night football. I think that's going to be another win, and mm-hmm. uh, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, we uh, I, 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 I don't see you guys having a, an issue with them. I would love to see an upset happen with, with you guys. We have a big one coming up this week, that's for sure, Ski, uh, seeing how, how we're going to battle against the uh, Packers. Yeah, yeah, I think it's going to – I mean, the Packers right now look like shit. So it's going to be interesting to see Who knows? how they handle Dallas coming into uh, Lambeau Field. I mean, I, I feel like no matter what, it's a, it's a big – It's a, for some reason it's always – I mean, I know why. It's a big rivalry game, so it can go either way in my opinion. Yeah. Um, 
Funny sports. I think the only thing I really had was, did you see that Sean McVay interview on Barstool Sports? I saw, I saw a bit of it. Hilarious. Like it was, it was pretty funny what I, I, funny. I saw. Yeah. He's the guy that does those interviews. He's yeah, funny. Yeah, the guy with the long hair on Barstool Sports. Yeah, he yeah. always gets people. He's fucking hilarious. Yeah. The way he, he, uh, he put Sean McVay in the blender, like all the media <laughs> training he did, he was like, yo, this is good. Like this is, you're getting me here. Like he's, he's, he was tricked up. So. That was uh funny to see. Anything you saw? No, no. I think um, well, maybe right now it's just just a Twitter thing with the uh, Elon Musk and verification. I think you're gonna see. I've already seen shit of people buying the uh, check mark and changing yeah. their profile. I just saw a LeBron James retiring tweet. It's that's gonna be funny. But I think a lot of people are gonna maybe get tripped up with with what's real and what's fake. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Twitter is in itself gonna be. Twitter is my favorite app. But people, yeah, are, I, I tell people that like really, I'm like, bro, Twitter is fucking hilarious. Most of the it funny is. stuff you see comes from Twitter first, and then it goes out yep. there. Uh, I love yep. Twitter. Um, what I'm looking forward to next week is, um, I know I, I I don't see Michigan having a problem, but Michigan versus Nebraska solely because I'm invested into the busting bowl. So I'm busting with the boys right. the podcast through um, uh, through uh, Barcel Sports with Taylor Wan and Will Compton. Will Compton went to Nebraska. Yes. Um, Taylor Wan went to Michigan. So they're actually going to be at the game on the sideline. They have made a trophy to get to the winner because they want to start up a bowl game for these two play- for these two teams while they played out. So I'm I'm excited to watch that game because just because I know I can't wait to see what they talk about in the next episode of the podcast. Um, no matter what, it's always a good time to watch Alabama versus Ole Miss. It's always mm-hmm. good to see Lane Kiffin come back and with Nick Saban. Um, yep. So I'm excited to see that. My opinion, the big time game, seven thirty TCU versus Texas. Um, yep. uh, we, we're going to see where that one goes. Uh, that's going to be a huge game game to watch as well. And then as uh, moving to the NFL, Vikings versus Bills at one, mm-hmm. and then Cowboys Packers at four twenty five, and then Monday night, I'm excited to see the Eagles versus Commanders. Those are the games I'm looking forward to watching uh, this yeah. weekend. Fuck. I have a wedding to go to this weekend. Oh, this is I grew busting with the boys. If you have a fucking wedding, <laughs> I knew exactly fall, where you were going. You you're cannot do it. Yeah, you yeah. can't do it, bro. I love, I love the fall. My birthday's in October. I love the fall. I love everything about the fall. Um, I would. I'm checking schedules. If if yeah, I'm yeah. as far as advanced as I can, or like I don't know. I just think it's a it's a bad move. And Saturday at three, bro. It's a, it's a crime. It's a crime. <laughs> Weddings, weddings during the fall, each year. I mean, listen, if if you have it, that's fine. But just expect my phone to be on the table and me watching, watching the game. It's, it is like my, I'm upset. You don't have nothing at the. You want if if a TV's not on at the bar, I get upset. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. Hey, my phone's on the table at all times. I'm watching all the games. I, I don't. I can't tell you how many games I've I've watched at at event tables on the weekends. So yeah. I'm going down to uh, Southbury, Maryland. My boys getting married. Um, his congratulations. His um soon to be wife's last name is uh Piazza or something like that, but it's okay. spelled pizza. And then his last name is Man. So they're gonna they're combining it to be pretty much Pizza Man. Really? <laughs> so that's, that's, even though it's pronounced something different, I'm like, that's fucking pizza, bro. No one's yeah, saying Piazza. Like it's yeah, yeah. That. <laughs> I was like, so he's combining it. I was like, in any other setting, that's the only time I'm, I'm a macho man. I would never like. I don't even want cat hyphening her name. I want her to like yo. Your last name's going. Yeah, yeah. Howard. That's the yeah. only time where I'm like, as a man, that's fire as fuck to put pizza man as your last. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> you know, we normally never take your woman's last name, but I'll take that one. That's funny as shit. Well, congratulations to them. Yes, sir. Uh, uh, anything you looking forward to, my brother? Yeah, I think um, you know you just touched on it. I think the big one this weekend is TCU Texas. Um, yeah. TCU is in a position now where they control their own destiny. If they win out, they're in the playoff. Um, I know we touched on the betting thing, but Texas is a touchdown favorite, which is really weird to me. Um, so definitely going to be something to look out for. It looks like Vegas thinks Texas is going to take them down. Um, so interested to see it's in Texas, but I mean, you know, it within the same state, I'm sure TCU is going to have some fans come out and, and represent, but not in Texas, not in Texas. Yeah. That's a that's a that's a Longhorn hookem. That's a stadium for them. That, <laughs> it's gonna be. It's, I'm very interested to see how a team that maybe weren't expecting to be in this position that they're in, how they handle it, and and see if they can again 
control their own destiny and make it in the playoff. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good to me, man. Well, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Trust Sports. Again, mm-hmm. my name is Malik Howard. I got my boy always, Liam, in the building, co-host. Uh, thank you guys for watching. Please like, comment, subscribe. Please go watch our last episode as well as the new episode of with Roy that just came out um, within real estate. It was a great conversation and definitely want everyone to soak that game up um, and g- keep supporting. Thank you, guys. Yes, sir. Peace, Lee. All right, bro.